BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. They were just, they were great little boys. Like, I don't understand how someone, like, just even knowing them could do something like that. A plea is entered, the judge rules on bond, and there are reports of a misidentified body. We're talking about the developments in the case of Tiffany Lucas, the Kentucky mother accused of killing her two young sons, and we are discussing all of this with the stepmother of one of these slain boys. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law & Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. We've covered this case extensively here on Sidebar case of 32-year-old Tiffany Ann Lucas, who is currently behind bars in Bullitt County, Kentucky, after her two sons, six-year-old Maurice Baker Jr. and nine-year-old Jaden Howard, were found shot in her home. A Bullitt County Sheriff's Detective Richard Beal testified during a recent court appearance that two neighbors, a husband and a wife, called 911 after hearing gunshots back on November 8th. He'll explain that after reviewing nearby doorbell footage, you can hear four gunshots that were fired within 30 seconds. And then about five minutes after the last shot, Lucas leaves the home, yells for help, even tells a neighbor that her kids were dying. That neighbor apparently ran inside and tried to help the boys. The boys were rushed to a children's hospital, but sadly, they both died. When police got there, Lucas allegedly was lying in her neighbor's driveway. She told the cops that the shooting was an accident that she said someone had given her a gun, but she said that she would never have done something like this unless someone, quote, manipulated her. To add to that, Detective Beal testified that Lucas, quote, made statements that she was being manipulated through Facebook, through the internet, or through Wi-Fi. Now, on Monday, Lucas appeared in court again, this time pleading not guilty to two counts of capital murder, and the judge also asked her about an attorney. Ma'am, you are before the court for arraignment. Do you have an attorney to represent? No. Do you wish to apply for appointment of an attorney? Sure. Yes. Yes, sir. The judge upheld her $2 million bond and announced a trial date will be set for early 2024. Lucas will have a status hearing in January to find out who exactly from the public defender's office will be representing her. And then an actual trial date will likely be set at a pretrial conference scheduled for March. All right, so with all of that in mind, joining us today to talk about these latest court developments, but more importantly, to talk a little bit more about Maurice and Jaden, is Michelle Rice, six-year-old Maurice's stepmother. And Michelle, I told you this before we came on air. First of all, I've been following the case from the beginning. I've heard what you have to say about it. I, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you coming on to talk about this case in the middle of everything going on, but I just want to say, again, I am so sorry for what you have lost. I'm so sorry for what your family is going through. It's unimaginable. Um, and in the midst of this, to come on to talk about, I know is not easy. So we very much appreciate it. No. The first thing I just want to ask is, how are you doing? How are you doing? How's the family doing? Um, we're okay. Um, you know, it's a big change on all of us. Um, so unexpected. Um, it's just, 
I really can't put into words, you know, how much it's affected us and, and things like that. Um, we talk about it all the time still. We think about it all the time. It's just, I don't think it'll ever kind of change. It'll be the same for us, you know, from the way it is now. Before we even get into any of the case or what's going on, I look mm-hmm. at the pictures of these boys, Maurice and Jaden, and they look like the sweetest, most innocent boys. They look like they were so full of life. The one thing that we haven't been able to understand is just who they were, what they were like. So what were Maurice and Jaden like? They were, um, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, I understand. Um, they were the sweetest little boys. Um, they were so polite. They were happy. They both, um, they did both love playing the video games and stuff like that. Little Reese, he loved, we called him Little Reese. Um, um, he loved playing soccer and loved playing outside and riding his bike and stuff like that. Um, they were just, they were great little boys. Like, I don't understand how someone, like, just even knowing them could do something like that. Like, there's no, it's so hard for me sometimes to explain or talk because it's just so not understandable. Like, and look, it's also fresh. I mean, this just happened. So it's yeah. completely understandable. What was your relationship uh, like with them? What did you guys do together? How often did you see them? Um, so I saw him. Um, I was around since he was born. We saw him as much as she let us. Um, it was always an issue with her. It was never normal. Um, Tiffany, you mean Tiffany. Tiffany, yeah. yeah. Um, the pickup and drop off was never normal. The times were never consistent. It just, things were hurt with her. Just, they weren't normal. Nothing was normal. She kept him from so much. Things we used to try to do for him, birthday parties, Christmas. Um, during those times, she would purposely keep him. Um, we threw big birthday parties for Christmas time. She w- he wouldn't get his presents till valent till around Valentine's Day. Um, so when we did get him, we would try to keep him, you know, for as long as we could before she, you know, went into whatever crazy stage she would go into. You know, um, a lot of people see the social media side of her, and that's just the so- social media side. It's not really how she was, you know, off the camera, you know, versus how like personal relationship you would see her really act or see the crazy side of her. So when you say that, you mean, because I remember like there was a photo that she posted of her and the kids like on Halloween right before this. You're saying that was all an act? Definitely. She did things because she wanted people to see her as a certain way but that's not really how she was. That's just how she wanted to be seen as, you know, like on social media, nobody really knew, you know, behind the scenes of her, like her drug issues. Um, She never had a job, she never worked, things like that. Like um, the boys were taken from her previously um, when they were were smaller um, due drugs, things like that, Um, but they were given back, you know, the court, we tried to reach out to CPS, they let us down. Um, They didn't follow up. They said what we said wasn't strong enough, drugs, um, leaving the kids at home by themselves, things like that. Um, But they, you know, 
They wouldn't follow up with things like that. And these boys were, you know, two, three, four, they're only three years apart. So they were very young during this time that we were reaching out to CPS, things like that. They did nothing, nothing. Has CPS reached out to you since this has happened? Because I know that's been a big point of conversation that they apparently didn't do enough. Yeah, they, no, they have not. Mm. Do you plan on taking any kind of legal action against them? Um, possibly. Um, yeah, we ha- we're, we're, we probably will. You mentioned the fact that uh, Lucas wouldn't allow the boys or wouldn't allow Re- uh, Maurice um, to, to see you or to hang out with you guys. and to do. What was her justification? Did she just not pick up the phone? Did she go to the door? You go to the door and she just wouldn't answer? I mean, or did she say, I, I'm not allowing him to come out of the house for whatever reason? Like, what, why would All she not allow above. him to see? All of the above. There was no, there, I mean, there's no reason. He had, I mean, he had a home here. He had a room here. He has family here. Um, he has a father. He has me. He has his little brother here. She didn't want him to have a relationship with his little brother. She just, she really like tried to to take really like as much away from Reese as she could. She was very, very selfish, very selfish. It was never about like making Reese happy or what, um, you know, could have made Reese happy. It was more about what she was happy with or what she didn't want him to have or what she didn't want him to experience with us. I'm going to ask you the big question here. Why do you think this happened? I mean, if she really did this, you, you talked about the drug issues. You talked about the, did she, why would she kill her own children? I honestly, I can't tell you why, but I would say just out of selfish reasons. She was, she's, she was competent. She, she was very aware of what she did. She knows what she did. She, even the emotions, she shows no emotions. Um, she goes on camera. She has that's that same look is that same look she always has that that nasty just you know she's she's not a person you can really get along with consistently she's very inconsistent um did she ever give any indication she didn't want to be a mom um she along so indication not literally saying i don't want to but there was times where yes she um wouldn't when maybe it was her time to get little reese back she wouldn't pick up the phone or um you know she would like i say be on drugs and be gone for a month at a time and wouldn't pick up the phone so there there's things that kind of like she she had options he had family he had us he had you know she just didn't want anything good for him, you know, because it was about her, not not him. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad free top podcasts included with your prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. She she's come out and said uh, through the detective who testified that, you know, she allegedly said this was an accident, that someone gave her a gun, that she was in a bad spot, that she was manipulated. What do you make of those claims? Um, excuses, just something to say, because to me that like an accident, um, like that there's no accident, how you don't, there's no accident, like you can't accidentally do that. There's two, two of your baby boys that you intentionally killed. You went to the neighbors, you told them that, like she was competent. She knew exactly what she did. And I, I believe that's what she wanted. Like what she you, knew do, what she did. Do you have any idea what she's talking about that she was manipulated through Wi-Fi or the internet or Facebook or whatever that means? I have no idea what that could mean, honestly. What about the fact I, that she had this gun? Like, do you know where, where she would have gotten it from or anything? Because she said someone gave it to her. Um, I believe probably one of those guys maybe she dealt with, like I said, she didn't have a job or anything. So her ways of making money or, you know, escorting ways, whatever, you know, maybe something like that, you know. You you, you know that she, she was escorting to make money? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. She never had a job. I mean, how else do you make money without a job? You know? Um, did you ever... Did you, did you ever see anything like this? Does it, did she say any, to anybody that she was yeah, doing she was, this? She, she, yeah, she, um, we've seen like um, things like that. I believe she left her email up before um, and she left her email up on a computer she was using and, and it was in her emails and stuff like that. Um, and it's, it's known, you know, like people who know her know things like that. Did she have any mental health issues other than drug abuse? Anything you know about? No. Hmm. And, no. And, you, and you've talked about the concerns. Um, you spoke to CPS. You said that she was abusing drugs. And just to reiterate, you, their response sounds incredibly inadequate. And un I mean, why? what else did they need? And, and, and let me go back. You said the kids were taken away from her at one point. Why were they taken back? Why were they taken away? And how did she get them back? They were taken away. She obviously, she tested positive for drugs um, and she got them back. You, there's ways, you know, to work the system, of course. And she worked the system and she got them back. And then there was no follow-up, which I don't understand either. Because if they, they would have, then I'm sure they would have found something. Their living conditions inside the house were crazy. I never would have thought that it looked like that, honestly. Um, but it looked horrible. It looked really bad. Did Reese or Jaden ever say anything to you that they're concerned about their mom? They're worried about where they're living? Anything that they talked about their mom in any way? Or No. So when little Reese was little, you know, as, as a young child, you don't really know what not to say. Mm -hmm. So he was the one that was letting us know, like, 
he was being left at home with just his brother or um, being left alone in the car um, with his brother and mom locks the car, you know, things like that. So um, we, we were aware of things, you know, then things she was into and things like that. So it was, it's not like, oh, this, we kind of know her background. We not kind of, we know her background and stuff like that. So did you ever have the chance to confront her about what's been going on? No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you, my, I, I understand you were in court um, this past week uh, when she was brought mm -hmm. in. Um, what did you make of her demeanor? Careless. To me, she looks like, like, yeah, I did it. And like, you know, she has that eyebrows raised, you know, selfish look on her face. And that look has, since I used to pick up and drop off with little Reese, that's her, that's her look always very nasty. She, it was never oh. easy, you know, dealing with her or anything like that ever. So Michelle, as I'm sure, you know, um, she's charged with two counts of capital murder. She could be mm -hmm. eligible for the death penalty if she's convicted. Is that something that you would want? Most definitely. Anything less would be a slap on the wrist. Most definitely. And it's, it's you know, this, this trial, if it goes to trial, it's going to be a process. It's going to be a long process unless she sometime, mm -hmm. somehow takes a deal. If a deal was offered uh, for life in prison, um, but, you know, that it doesn't go to trial, would that be something that you would accept or you would tell the prosecutors this is, you know, not something that we're okay with? No, we we want the death penalty. That's yep. that's what we want. She deserves to die. Like, definitely. Michelle, I, I have to ask you about this other aspect. Um, as if this case, you know, wasn't heartbreaking enough. We're hearing that there was some sort of mix-up between the children's hospital and the coroner's office regarding Reese's body. Can you talk to us what happened here? So, for some reason, um. Reese's, little Reese's um, side of the family wasn't given the opportunity to identify the bodies. And so when we had private arrangements for little Reese, when we went in, it was Jaden laying there in little Reese's, you know, attire and casket and, and everything like that. And, um, we called the coroner um, and for s somewhere, which we're not getting information back and forth, back and forth. We're not getting good information on this. Um, we don't know, you know, who identified them first off and why they were tagged or, you know, what information was put on them, why it happened that way. Yeah, because the, nobody can identify them but the family. I mean, nobody else would know them, you know. Yeah, so so the way I understand is the coroner's office told local media, Wave News, that it's on Children's Hospital, Norton Children's Hospital. It's their responsibility to tag the boys correctly before they go to the coroner. The hospital told Wave that they didn't know how this happened and they're looking into it. What do you make of that? It doesn't make sense because I don't understand why we weren't given a chance to identify his body because there's the mistake. So whatever process there is for the family to identify the body, 
it was skipped. It was it wasn't it wasn't taken seriously. They just I don't know how how do you just say this is him and this is him without yeah. no you don't know them like you can't just identify a a person and you don't know them. The steps weren't taken properly. Have you eventually had the opportunity to see Reese? Yes, yes. So that day they did take care of that, and we did um, handle get the, getting them switched back. Just uh, another. I get. I'm so sorry you had to go through that as well. Um, look, Michelle, I don't want to take too much more of your time. This is incredibly difficult to talk about. Um, what do you want everyone to know um, as this case progresses? Um, and clearly talking about Reese and talking about Jaden is a way to keep their memory alive. And I, I like the opportunity to talk more about them and who they were. Um, but what would you like people to know uh, as this story continues? I just want everyone to know that they were sweet little boys. They didn't deserve it. And that she deserves the death penalty for this because there's no reason behind um, them not being able to be here and celebrate Christmas today with us and, you know, go to school and live their life. Now, Michelle, my understanding is there's something that you're doing in Reese's memory, right? Yeah. So for his kindergarten class, we're um, getting the boys and girls some Christmas gifts and we're giving, um, throwing like, a, we're calling it a Reese-mas day for him because um, we know like how much he loved going to school and he loved his friends and things like that so um we're gonna do a day for them and give them christmas gifts and stuff like that that's amazing that's amazing yeah um it's uh always an incredibly difficult thing but especially now during the holidays coming up i can only imagine how difficult it is for you and the families um michelle rice thank you so much for coming on talking more about this. And I just want you to know that I'm sending my best wishes to all of you right now um, as you uh, go through with this. But thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. And that is all we have for you right now here on Sidebar, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Weber. I'll speak to you next time.